It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Very much indeed for your company. Everyone's still got a big smile on their faces, haven't they? 20 million of us watched uh, that England v Ukraine game on Saturday night and just what an absolute joy it was from start to finish. Uh, just oh, what, just how nice to all just feel happy and relaxed and enjoying life again. And I'm sure everyone remained socially distanced at all times. Of course they did. Uh, lots of good news about, though. It's coming even you know, thicker and faster after a fantastic article by Sajid Javid in the Mail on Sunday, on, uh, uh, on Sunday obviously, in which he, he talked about uh, basically the best way to protect the health of the nation was to lift the restrictions. Complete change in the last week. Absolutely massive change in government policy. Uh, we've seen with the disappearance of uh, Matt Hancock as health secretary and replacing of Javid. Uh, and, of course, I think a lot of the, uh, the influence and power of Michael Gove uh, has waned somewhat as well for a number of different reasons. Prime Minister tonight, five o'clock, a press conference we might actually for once look forward to laying out how uh, the July the 19th plan will go. And basically it's all marked by two key words, personal responsibility. We're going to be told to uh, learn to live with this virus as if it were flu, the same way we don't shut down the entire economy uh, or our schools or, or the likelihood uh, because there is a, uh, a flu uh, uh, epidemic. So we're going to be talking about all of that throughout the show and plenty more. And joining me for all the the chat this morning is Brendan Chilton, head of Labour Future. Good morning to you, Brendan. Good morning, Julia. Lovely. To, is, is that is that? Do I detect a slight sort of frog in the throat in a sort of I might have been cheering too loudly on Saturday night sort of way? <laughs> I may have been cheering just a little bit too loudly, <laughs> and I may have consumed one or two many pints. I, have no, I, to say. I mean, goodness me! I mean, the, the hangovers <laughs> on Sunday morning must have been quite extraordinary around the entire country. Let let look. We'll talk about the future and what's happening in terms of the rest of the country. But let's talk about the really important stuff, football, uh, first up. Um, Saturday night, an extraordinary result. Now, we've gone from, you know, some 1-0s to 2-0s, 4-0s. Lots of people are saying, hey, you know, versus Denmark, we could, we, exponential growth, very big thing for us these days. It could be 8-0. <laughs> well, I'm going to remain cautious, um, you know, having saved the hospitality industry on Saturday evening personally. Uh, I want to ensure that I'm able to do just as good this coming week. So I'm going to be very cautious. I'm going to say 2-1, I think, uh, England-Denmark. Uh, Denmark have played very well uh, throughout the course of this competition. I think England might be having a little bit of hubris. We just need to, I think, not overdo it. We need to stay calm, focused, and we will bring it home. 
Yes, I, I agree with you. Staying calm and focused is absolutely a crucial thing. Let's not get ahead of ourselves in terms of, you know, where Ukraine were, uh, you know, in terms of the league tables and how, how much hope people had in that. But, you know, I think it's nice to have a little bit of hope. And I think it comes at a really good time, doesn't it? Um, let's talk about the other really good time. Um, the fact that uh, we're going to hear from the prime minister at five o'clock tonight, uh, this press conference. I mean, normally when they say there's going to be a press conference, I've got to be honest with you, my heart sinks. Quite apart from the fact that at 5 p.m., frankly, I'm done with the day. Um, but I'm, I'm just it's like really I mean just really what, what are you going to tell us now what horrors await us now this time I'm actually feeling quite hopeful um we'll talk to we, we, we've seen what Sajid Javid has said the mood music we've heard what Robert Jenner at the house and secretary was saying that you know masks becoming a uh, a matter of personal responsibility the mood music I mean it's just been a complete change in the last week since um uh, Hancock has left office um it's all going to be about personal responsibility using your own common sense taking and judging risk for yourself, um, learning to live with uh, lots of these key phrases. But again, a lot of these key phrases, by the way, we've been hearing for a year and then we weren't allowed to actually go about doing. But masks becoming voluntary uh, pretty much everywhere, I, I mean, other than, like, you know, in, in hospitals and the like. Um, we're not entirely sure about the public transport thing. Um, no self-isolation. If, you if you've been double jabbed and if you come into contact with somebody, um, you're not going to have to be pinged and, and spend day in de 10 days in self-isolation. You can just take a test. Um, ending the school bubbles, um, absolutely crucial. Um, no uh, QR codes and all of that messing about with your phone as you arrive at a restaurant or a pub. Or a and you can get bar service as well. Oh, I know a lot of men very, very happy about that. Uh, and also the hope, although they're not going to focus on that today, but the hope that we're going to have, as of the 19th of July, a, a from any of you travelling from an amber list country, which is most of Europe right now, uh, you can come back without quarantining from the 19th of July if you've been double jabbed. And I think that would apply to children under 18 travelling with people who are double jabbed. I mean, this is, it's not quite normal life. <laughs> There's still a lot going on. It's as close to normal life as we've been to for, well, 18, well, 16 months, isn't it? It is indeed. It's very good to see uh, that these measures now are coming in. We've got what seems like a new sensible health secretary, one that's actually being led by data, um, which shows, of course, that our vaccination programme has been a huge success. And while cases are rising, hospitalizations are still extremely low. And so really the measures being announced tonight are those we should have been following for ages. So it's finally good to see yeah. the government catching up with talk radio. Yeah, well, exactly. I, well, <laughs> you know what? I've, I've been meeting up with a lot of uh, uh, anti-lockdown people. I, well, well, let's call that. Pro freedom is what they are. Pro, pro, pro. You know, Western liberal democracy and freedom people. And and the general view is, you know, within about a year's time, no one will have been supporting lockdown. I mean, no one. Every, people, the, the full horror. I mean, we've already seen you know, the five million plus on the waiting list. We've seen the damage to kids at school, um, the, the, the the effects on inequality, the hit to the economy. Some point, guys, everyone's going to have to start paying for this stuff. I mean, you know, it, it's. I think people are just going to realise the full horror. Of, of, of what lockdown has done, not COVID, what lockdown has done. But I'm still fascinated by the reaction. And BBC and Sky and ITV seem to just have an entire array of these people they can wheel out at a moment's notice. Whenever there is a hint of freedom, a hint of normal life returning, they wheel out the old independent SAGE people, some of the people who advise in the government on SAGE, JCBI and SPIM and everyone else. And they, they, they say, oh no, oh no, no, it's far too early to come out of restrictions. I mean, if not now, then when? 
Precisely. I mean, since Christmas this year, every single prediction that these people have made about think, you know, we had the schools opening, we had people meeting for Christmas, every stage of the roadmap, they've said things are going to get worse and they haven't. And so I think, frankly, these people are just possibly enjoying the limelight. They're yeah. probably enjoying uh, the opportunity to have a little bit of power and influence over those who make decisions. But the government have got to stick to the course. Uh, they've set out this roadmap. And if what the uh, press releases that we've seen overnight are true, uh, we are virtually back to normal uh, as of the 19th of July. Yeah. I mean, I, I it do couldn't want, come faster. I do want full normal, and I don't see why it shouldn't yeah. happen today as opposed to 19th of July. And I tell you one of my crucial things is I will not be, and I've, I've told so many people off this about this before, I will not be grateful when I get my freedoms back. And when, no. and, when, and when businesses in this country can try and get back to some semblance of normality and actually, you know, pubs and restaurants start to try and make a profit as they should be entitled to do in, in, in a, a you know, free market country. I will not be grateful for being told that people don't have to, you know, wear masks or, or stay a metre apart from people. You know, these are our freedoms that were stolen from us. And, and we'll say, OK, we've got them back. Right. And now I want to I want to promise that you never take them back again, because the battle on the 19th of July will be to make sure it never happens again. And that I'm sorry, but the extremists and the people who want lockdown are we need to cut that they're extremists. I would go so far as saying some of them are psychopaths. I think there are people who genuinely they they are they are obsessed with this stuff. And I don't care whether they've got a PhD in whatever they want in science. A lot of these people have lost their frigging minds uh, over restrictions and they think that they are able to sort of control a virus that's impossible to control. I mean, in Australia, they've locked the borders, for goodness sake, and they still have got COVID outbreaks. They're still in lockdown. They're going to be in perpetual lockdown forever because they're never, you know, unless they really get to grips with the idea that people are going to die of a new virus. They are. It's terrible. It's sad, but it's going to happen. And you need everyone else needs to get on with living instead of being obsessed with dying. But the people who want us to wear masks forever, I've seen some people on Sage, not even independent Sage, but Sage saying, yes, well, I mean, I'm going to carry on wearing a mask every winter. It's like, well, good for you then, mate. But, but I don't really see why you need to impose that on the rest of us. 100% right. And, you know, there are always going to be new variants of this virus. There's probably one mutating now as we speak somewhere mm. in this country. And the message that's coming from the new health secretary yeah. that we've got to learn to live with this is absolutely right. And if the people on SAGE and independent SAGE want to wear masks, good, let them go ahead and do it. Uh, I've stopped wearing one now for some time. And I, I'm pleased that as of the 19th, I won't have to wear one. I mean, you, anyone, um, anyone can get themselves an exemption. At any time, it, it, is, it, is, it is up to you to self-certify. You don't need to go to a doctor. It's within the government regulations. You self-certify that, you know, that you, it causes you extreme distress to wear a mask. It causes me extreme distress to wear a mask. That's why I don't wear me one too. anymore. I mean, you know, if, I mean, you know, don't question my truth. It's my mental health. I, I know that, you know, if, if someone forced me to wear a burqa, I'd feel exactly the same way. I mean, this is the, this is the thing. But why do you think so many of these people... I mean, I, I understand why a lot of ordinary people who aren't sensible enough to be listening to talk radio and are consuming just the BBC and Sky would be terrified out of their wits because they have a completely and utterly skewed view of what's actually happening and their risk. I'm amazed at the people who sort of you know, still cower as you walk past them on the pavement in the open air. Um, I, you know, th these people have been terrified out of their wits and I don't blame them. I feel sorry for them. They need, they need to be sort of helped back into normal life. But, but the scientists who do know better who have been doing this and who believe this, what, what is their motivation? It, it, 
guess me, Julia, I haven't got a clue what their motivation is here, but it's it's very perverse uh, to want to maintain this sort of fearful society, especially for older people and more vulnerable people, uh, where they're still being told by some of these scientists, oh, even though the restrictions are lifting, it's very dangerous for you. You must still wear a mask. No, these people have been kept under for well over a year, their entire lives disrupted. And, you know, the psychological impact this has had on individuals, you know, Grannies and grandfathers being told their grandchildren could potentially kill them yeah. uh, if they give them a hug uh, really is quite sick. It and is, so isn't actually, it? It is sick. It is. I'm, I'm it amazed, is. actually, most of the older people I know, a lot, lot, lot of, you know, the, the, the parentals in the late 70s, and the late, they're the people who are most desperate to get life back to normal. We you know they'll take precautions around, you know, in big crowds or, you know, again, people who don't want to go out, don't want to go to a pub, don't want to go, fine, don't. No one's going to force you. I would argue that actually a lot of these places will be a lot more fun without you. <laughs> well, I think so. Certainly on Saturday night, Julia, I did my bit for the hospitality sector. Yes, and, <laughs> and I'm and, looking forward to doing it again. And then some. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.